Susan Hitchcock talking it out. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Right? It goes, <laughs> what the process is about? Yeah. All right, so we have Emelina Pedigo. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, Emelina. Yeah. Emelina in the house from mm-hmm. the OMTV. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Her company's called... The show goes on productions. Okay. Yeah. I always, I, I think of the letters when I see it on your social media. TSGO, Crods. I was originally going to be the show must must go on because that's what people know. But as it's written out, it looks like the show must goon. Huh? Yeah. Great. Without a space, of course. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't quite work. The show must goon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually not bad, I suppose, for its own thing. Good. For I mean, no one, no one's using it. <laughs> it's like my artists without labels. It's like it could mean anything. I could be. I could have. I could just be sunglasses or something. I I, I was contemplating yeah. becoming a stripper a couple of nights ago. Oh, that gives you some good money. And um, really good money. Speaking, of I logos. know that's like, and that's an issue right now. I need to make a lot of money fast. And I I have a decent body. If I really got back into workout mode, it would be. It'd be almost. I think it would be almost. Stripper worthy, but I think my gusto would make up for and any of the uh, right anything that would be lacking in a typical stripper outing, you know. And then the trombone, and then the trombone, right? I don't know if I could be a stripper. I I think I think I practically strip anyway on my wedding gigs, right? Right, I should. The trombone, come on, that's what I'm saying. I know. Oh my gosh, you could do it at Sunday night revivals. Revival. You're talking about your thing. Yes, I, I'm down. You be the house stripper. I'm down, but I, I need to make I mean, money, guys. I, I, this can, I need. I need tips. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, of tips. course, we would let you get, take tips. Well, maybe you'd be I, I, you know what? I, I saw a drag queen. I, I didn't realize that a drag queen thing is that they get tips. They go around, they do their thing, and it's cultural for them to get tips as they lip sync. They're not even singing. They lip sync and they. What? Arts meets biz. I can't say it. I'm choking. Take your time. Arts meets biz. Arts meets biz. Is this a term of yours? Yes. Hashtag arts meets biz. And this is still Emelina's term. Mm -hmm. Show goes on. If you look up the hashtag art meets biz, it's she's. It's all Emelina. Arts meets biz. It's A R T S. But the thing is, I just thought like, wow. Monetize your art. All you got. Well, I mean, of course, but I just feel like. I think a lot of these drag queens, they, they, they're not even... Oh, they are good, actually, though. It is an art. The look. I get, like, getting dressed up but is a thing. Even the lip eh. Some of them are really good at it. You can't... Eh. I mean, it's hard for us because we're in music. Lip syncing doesn't do it for me. It was at some club, but I was just really surprised how many tips this person was getting. Yeah, for like that's money. the culture though that's it's I, like, I get it, it but i'm like I'm, culture, it's is, it's fine i, I for tip, some reason i was just like tips are part of it i was I, I was looking at them and i was like look besides you dressing like a woman well they you, embody the person they're singing and so that it's also their mannerisms like i know these twins yeah that a buddy of mine produces uh, like in florida and atlanta in atlantic city he makes so much money from those guys two drag queens they do barbara streisand celine dion you know, oh wow eve share okay and every and they come out and i saw the show because he insisted because the, the audience goes crazy over it yeah and they they do they have you know how like 
Celine Dion does this weird. It's cool. Look, look, mannerisms and caricature is cool. I just was a little shocked about how well, much. Well, you money might not tip them for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I you was. Know what, what their I audience is actually it. is blue hairs, which is so confusing to me. Well, no, that's not that. That's totally makes sense considering really? you're talking about Celine Dion and Cher. Yeah, but they're drag queens. You believe in love. Yeah, but blue hairs are, are now really hip. You know, like the, the, every generation, you know. I mean, the 60s generation are blue hairs. Mm, are they really? That's so depressing. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's almost 2020 now. Um, 60s were 60 years ago. Well, no, they're not. Because I think my parents' generation is blue. Uh, my parents' generations were like 60s. God forbid I date myself. Whereas 60s. And they're not quite blue-haired. I think a blue-haired is like 80s and 90s. Okay. Because Fine. people are living longer nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, yeah, yeah that, that, that's true. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, Celine Dion and Cher are speak to an older generation. Okay, than well, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that was a tangent. Yeah, that was a tangent from. But I had a point about bringing up. You what was the money. tips? You, wanted you were talking dancing. about making money. Dancing. We're talking about making money. We're talking about men. Which well, requires. Well, well, we're, requires we're, we're here to talk about consistency. Wait. What? To, to make money, you got to have a, a standard, a, a level of excellence. And focus, which is and, why we're here with Emelina today. Yeah, and focus, of course. Well, And that's what breeds sustainability. It's all about sustainability within the arts. Speak on that, Emelina. <laughs> I will. I'll preach on that, actually. Preach it. Because that's the problem, actually, of, this ment- of the gig mentality, like we're talking about, right? And so going from gig to gig and, j- and, and not thinking above and beyond. And that's why people get so scattered. Um, because the, uh, without the larger picture of where you're going, a.k.a. vision, then it's harder to find sustainability because you're so busy tr- on what's right in front of you. Do you know what I'm saying? And so when you yeah. get the bigger, when you have a better idea of what the larger picture is or where you're going, AKA vision, then everything falls, everything falls into that and will serve that. And so it makes it, it makes it easier for you to be sustainable because your vision is what's carrying you through every gig, carrying you through every project, carrying you through every direction. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and in theory, that's what's supposed to lead to sustainability. And it works for some artists, like Lady Gaga, I think, has nailed it. Because even when she was Miss Popcoin, she didn't lose her edge of, like, she says that she was just mocking the whole pop world the whole time, like, with the meat suit. Everyone took her seriously, which is kind of ironic about it, but she says that she was just mocking this whole idea of fashion. What I like about Lady Gaga is she was willing to, and a lot of successful artists do this, they, they work just to break even until they can sustain themselves you know they try to only sustain themselves and then when they finally sustain themselves then they they don't shoot for like their north star isn't i want to have gold records and win grammys and be the biggest pop star their their north star is i need to be sustainable first because that way that way you have like whatever all the verticals are that you need to have for success like good marketing good branding a vision uh a business plan that involves like a long-term uh, uh, plan. Yeah, a long-term plan. Those those things, once you have those, then once you reach a sustainable level, all you have to do is find people to do those things for you. Like, mm. you do them yourself first. Well, and you are not going to be great it. at them. You're not going to be great at them because you're an indie yeah. artist. So as soon as you can, like, be like, as, as, as soon as you're in a position to say, okay, I can finally hire someone to do my marketing. I can finally yeah. hire someone to help me market my project, whatever it is. Then, then you then you know you've reached a level of growth where you actually can expand your business. But 
until you're there, I, I think you just have to focus on sustainability. But part of that's sort of like building built those those building blocks of the, the foundations of things, and you get those by you know focusing on like having a, a standard that is you know competitive, and then also being consistent in those standards. Like it's always this. That way, people always get the same level of like performing music whatever it is from well you. maybe but then there's also artists that are growing into that standard and huh. i think that's well, part that's of the process I mean. and it's yeah, an important I mean. part of the process you're growing into it totally but, which is why i think the vision is so important because i think the vi- in some ways i think the vision is the if if the vision is your end goal like a utopian world where you are your your art has penetrated the world and your art whatever it is music dance you know um even theater performance art or yeah. visual art has everyone is as familiar with your art as they are with McDonald's, right? Like then mm, without taking branding. away the standard, you know, taking away the stigma of, of McDonald's for a second, just the fact that everyone knows it, yeah. then whatever that world looks like, if that's your goal, you start with that and then again, and then work backwards, I think. Huh? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because then, because uh, who, you know, who, no, I've heard who, this before. Who, to have the who have you worked with that? Has tell us done more that. about. Tell us more about your. I mean, I mean, just but not to put you on the spot. I that totally put you on the spot. No, who have I worked with? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, or or or, or um. Well, here's the thing. I know what as far mean. as who was I have like my success stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. here's the thing. I mean, that's what you want, right? That's what word, you want. Word. Right, right, so right. here's the thing: is that not only am I the president of the show goes on productions, I am the client, uh, the star client. So yeah. I'm working on my own another way every day. <laughs> that's how yeah. I am. Um, with my my thing. Yeah. So I think that's I'm probably developing myself, the most and I'm also using the things that I learned to help develop other people. Nice. Yeah, yeah. but I'd say probably my so the the challenge I have as far as like. Uh, monetizing my art, which if, if you look at my art as um, artist development and artists are like my vehicle, sure. Um, then artists have no money and I'm trying to monetize my art. And so, and, and trying to get artists to appreciate the value of a coach, which ironically in the business world, everybody has coaches and they don't even think twice about spending thousands of dollars a month on a business coach, but artists are like, you want me to spend money on a coach? I have to save money for the studio. Mm-hmm. I have to save money for equipment. I have to st- save money for promoting or whatever it is. Right? I don't know. People w- would a manager be considered a coach? <laughs> it's kind of like a manager, except it's paid, you know. And so a manager doesn't get paid in theory until after the fact. And so right, that's but they do thing. get paid. It's just commission based, right? Right I mean, after that, the fact. Right. So and actually, I started out as a manager, and I spent. I went broke as a manager because wow. I couldn't get my artists to like focus in on arts meets biz because the biz side is so challenging for artists. And at the end of the day, what I like about coaching versus management is that, um, you don't have to, and this is one of the challenges as far as success stories go, you don't have to take my advice. Right, right? Right, right. Um, because I'm, you know, you're, I'm just a coach. I'm just trying to guide you in the direction that I, be, you know, which is hashtag another way, which is um, authentic branding to you. So it's going to be different for every person. Sure. And all I can do is guide you, whether you, but it's up to you. I can't make anyone successful. Nobody you know? can. And I'd say the closest thing I have to a success story besides me is an artist that I lost um, in many, down the rabbit hole of drugs, I'd say, which in oh, wow. so many ways, he's like the. Um, quintessential something yes what he's bummer, like this man. the stereotypical artist that goes into you know what has a crazy talent but then gets lost in the drug sex and rock and roll you know and and if yeah, that and it, be the first time right word 
And it, and certainly at that time, I wasn't as far along yet in kind. Like, I'm writing a book about hashtag another way. And huh. so I had not even, the idea of the book was, was not even in it. my head. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I just wanted to say really quickly, though, about, um, well, just w- to finish your question, though, about success stories. So I have artists of varying levels of, like, where they're at. But, sure. But development never ends, one. So... True. It's hard to say where, when to call them a success story. Sure. And then also I think success is... Uh, relative. Relative. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't... So you may not have heard of them, you know, or... Right. I, I didn't mean to... Especially nowadays. I didn't mean to, so like, many artists expect to hear this, but... You can, have, but you're not sustain- you can have a sustainable career and no one in this room has ever heard of you, mm-hmm. right? Because... The three of us. It's very specific. <laughs> the crowded room no of the three. No one listening yeah. out there has heard of you. Well, I wish we had a cricket. Because there are so oh, you, cricket are you, sound effects. You can put the sound effects after it post. I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> that's how we rock. But we, we, we don't do this post. Everything you hear is live. <laughs> everything is live. Well, we're live, but I'm going to add. No, no, everything is live. Signs, it, so. Like all the past podcasts, everything you've heard. <laughs> everything you heard. The fighting, the, the, fight, right. the, the trumpets. Right. The theme song, we play that live like, yeah. every... Like, if I <laughs> say, the show goes on by productions, right and then, like, uh, uh, <laughs> trumpeting music. Anyways, I was going to say, when you were talking about um, doing, being able to do it a little bit yourself before you hire somebody. Yeah, I'm like my own guinea pig. Right, but I yeah. like, I won't tell someone to do something that I haven't tried. Because then I, I don't have a reference point. Yeah. Well, I just think you need to know a little them. bit. Yeah. I think you need to know a little bit about everything because you're yeah. the CEO of your own brand, yeah. of your own yeah. company. Sure, we all are. And like um, Zuckerberg, I think is a perfect example of like he, even though he personally may not have been aware of the data breach happening. Oh, blah, sound blah, effects. Blah. Oh, there you go. Um, but he was <laughs> personally responsible. That's him now. Yeah, Zuckerberg. He's like, <laughs> that's like, that was Facebook. That was the Facebook Mark's notification. Like, Mark, saying, no t- please stop talking about me. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you don't have permission to use my name on your podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll be. Now he's going to come up on all our feeds now. Yeah, probably. All right, we can cut that part out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No. But it is a good example. We should write the Facebook. Another thing. way. What's it called? Hashtag another way. Hashtag, Hashtag another way. way. That's right. Just like he's hash- a good example, Hashtag dancing trombonist, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of dancing trombone. Are know? you really? Yeah, oh, man. Really? You know, I've been, I've been working. I've it's been not a line. I know, you, I know you're, it's like I'm singing more now. Your multifaceted well, yeah, balance, plus I've been focusing more on my singing, although I gig as a dancing trombone. So it's like this. Oh, cool. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but That's it's like. Brand. Yeah, but like I, I'm, I'm desperately, and I shouldn't say desperately, but it is how I feel. Like, I, because I've been, I've been doing, well, okay, I'll, I'll just briefly yeah go sum up the case study. My case study. Mm-hmm. So, I've been dancing trombone player in New York since 2000. 19 Lord. years of dancing trombone player. Holy shit! And um, been on a bunch of TV shows, mainly from 2003 to 2011. I was on uh, TV shows from you know national and international. You know, usually like talent based shows. Um, everything from America's Got Talent to like mm. a vague. BBC children's show where they had uh, competitors that kids would free from a fake Captain Kangaroo jail. (laughs) When was that? That was in the last 10 years? That was 2007. Oh. Yeah, it was called. Do you know who Captain Kangaroo is still? Oh, well, I don't know. I think it's still in the zeitgeist somewhere. I don't know who our audience is yet. 
But, you know, or a children's show. I guess... The point is... Yeah, it's called. It's a children's show called The Slammer. I, I don't know. So they, you were clothed for that one. I was clothed. Yeah, I, I don't take my clothes off often. I did back in college here and there. And then, you know... Didn't we all, though? Right. Yeah, yeah right, right. Um, but, uh... Sim- simple things like tacos. <laughs> or ramen. I, I just did... I just did because I got too Brownies. sweaty. Dancing. <laughs> Right. And well, it that's was a good, that's a good reason. It was more like just to practical. But anyway, but um, you know, I doing what I do, there have always been overtones of uh, questions and comments involving race and sexuality mm-hmm. as it pertains to dancing, and especially being somewhat of a nerdy white guy looking person mm-hmm. and gender, no. And or, well, all of that. Race and sexuality. I know. Okay. I know gender and sexuality are different, but like you know, still. Yeah. So, um, did you did oh, yeah, you see right. the Dave Chappelle? Oh yeah. Skit I, on the LGBT. Oh, actually, no, I don't even I know if I should it, say man. over the mic publicly I how it. I feel about it because I'll, it's I'll so say how I feel about it. I think you should be as honest as possible. I'll say how I feel about it because I. I thought it was freaking brilliant. Hearts on your sleeves here. I did. I did think it was fun. Just that one little it. joke about everybody it. being in the, in in the, the car. car. I thought it was a brilliant I did, I, analogy. I did think it was funny. I did think I, I kind I, of are because we're all on Earth. I mean, I like the metaphor to be honest with you and, because they are on a journey. Well, we well the thing is, we all are on a journey. So, <laughs> so my so my nineteen years of dancing trombone playing, uh, and, and, and I guess around 2008, I was on America's Got Talent, and they shaped my story. Did you sign that waiver? Because that waiver is outrageous. Yeah, of course it's signed. I so, tell people not to sign so, that. Well, anyway. <laughs> so, but the thing is, um, I got really tired of, of all the way I was shaped, and they didn't let me tell my whole story. Right, that's what's in the and, waiver. No, no, of course. I, I know this. But but the point of it oh, is I that, it was, just, that. So, it was so shocking to me. How um, I was just so tired of all the things that were left unsaid, oh, and the way they sh- shaped me. Got that, you, man. Well, I, I was just tired of it. I was like, well, well because what? somebody else was doing it for you, and you weren't doing it yourself. But it's more than that. It's more than that. The, the these the overtones, and, and people can tell me, and I've been told, and I, I've been writing a book for eleven years, a memoir oh, nice. slash. Unified field theory and identity politics for eleven years. So it's like so I've thought about all these things, and this is this is a thing. Ultimately, the big picture is for me to share this message that I see everything, all walks of life, every situation, every person, every occupation, every conflict, as uh, elements of three universal experiences that are basically I feel like they're practical. Uh, maybe new agey to a certain extent, but my own stamp on uh, a triune truth. What's the three, the trifecta uh, you refer to? Having, okay. doing, reasoning. What you have, what you do, and what you reason. What, when, what, what you do, I would say, is that you, you uh, uh, deal in the realm of reason, of finding your reason to justify everything else that you do. Uh, that, no, that's, that's your business. No, that's your business. Of, but you find your reason out of what you do. Nevertheless, I'm talking about like, like your job specifically is to help people find their reason. Word. So, so, so everything comes down to like an ideological, essential, or material. So, so as artists, okay. artists tend to be the doing. We share word, in, in like the, the process. I was just the, talking the, about this. And, and, and a phrase that's that I have in my writing is that doing. artists are the gatekeepers 
of the shared ritual. Oh, interesting. That, that's, that's our job. That's our mission. That's the universal oh, artist mission. I love that. So, so now the other thing is like the material is what we, that's where we talk about the people who, who create actual tangible product, physical things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, a physical thing does not necessarily determine what you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you do in relation to what you have isn't always justified by the same reasons. Well, I, so, I so, disagree on that one. If you can, I think there's there's a grand why. Absolutely. Well, okay. You think there's one universal why, but you know, well, for each but it, it, well, that's what I'm, that's my point. Yes. My point is person. my point is that is is exactly that, that exactly that that the way we explain the the reasons are very individualistic, and there isn't no one reason. Well, word, and that's why, so. for the record, I like Taoism. That's why I'm Taoist. Let it be known. Cool. I feel like I'm a foot soldier for Taoism because the beautiful thing about Taoism is that it's the only philosophy slash religion, if you really want to call it that. I think it's probably more philosophy than religion, at least mm-hmm. the part that I People have said the same thing about Buddhism. Follow. From my... mm, yeah, but my issue, but Buddhism, Buddhism suggests that it takes you many lifetimes to find the nirvana, and Taoism says... Basically, your nirvana is present at all times. It's just a matter of, of tapping into it. And hmm. Taoism, but what I was saying is that Taoism is the only kind of philosophy that recognizes every every other philosophy, everything. It says everything is. It's like the divinity in Taoism is your way, and you dictate. You find your way, and it's mm-hmm. like your nirvana. So maybe I've like Dig it. this. This yeah. thing I've been running is like my own. Your way, Taoism. Yeah, word. So, and actually, so, by the and, way, and, that's and, also and, your vision. If your you own could journey. focus it, that in. is that is my vision. But yeah. so so, getting there, to get there, which is a very heady. You're topic. already there. So Taoism would say is that you're already there. But 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 what I'm saying is is like, paying my rent, uh, performing. I'm still caught in this tr- dancing trombone vortex. Mm-hmm. And I would really like to use words, and I would like to sing and act more, mm. and I would like to. I see myself being kind of like a Tony Robbins of identity politics. Oh, cool! I love that. Um, you know, especially with what I've been writing. Know, that's definitely a, a black hole in the entertainment and. Well, like, I, I, I've, and I would love to bring artists in the forefront yeah. of identity politics that's dominated by politicians and academics. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough artists who are like, who like bring a comprehensive. Um, experience and a mindset to that dialogue it's it's all left to either like uh just what we've already seen what we've already seen hashtag another i think way. that's so, where what her, her another way her, so that's been my struggle is like like i will i want to sing yeah. more i want to act more i want to use words i don't want to just be this physical entity that entertains people through sight and sound i hear you so Dal- an abstract sound not because because words are sound as well but i I don't want to be this like guy who just plays sonic sounds out of a horn. Got you know, it. So, so, so yeah. but so kind of the Taoist concept is that you are, and at any okay. moment, all you have to do is open your kind of metaphorical eyes and recognize and relax into and align with what you are. So, so going along kind of with that reasoning, and that's not the best way I've ever explained it, by the way, but. Um, you don't have to try to be all of these things. You just are. So when you take away the trying, and because you spend so much time, in, pe- artists especially, spend so much time and energy trying, striving, working toward instead of just being. 
So in theory, this is like what I this is what I'm writing my book about. Mm-hmm. When you just do and and relax into who you are and what it is the confidence thing, like we're talking about earlier, right? right? Then you become, and it just is. It just that's kind of the manifesting thing a little bit. Even though I have a love hate relationship with this concept of the manifesting, law, law of, of attraction, attraction. It's a real yeah. thing though. But I it mean, is, and I think that's why. Um, and I think part of it is just when you are aligned with the vision, which you kind of have already, being like if you if you want to say the Tony Robbins of identity politics, for instance, then um, just be that in your everyday life and see how you can do it. Even just walking down the street, how you can embody. You which are I embodied. Do. Exactly. I, 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 you I already are. That, but I haven't figured out a way how to monetize it. So the first so step I, I got to I gotta finish that. this book. I got to finish this play that I've made out right. of a chapter. But again, the there's book. a lot of time and energy going into trying to do all of those things. So you can continue to try to do that, but you can also spend more energy just being and then in theory for what i would say is that it just starts to happen like for instance when you are embodying your vision then when you're having a conversation with somebody at a coffee shop or wherever you are um you know someone might even overhear you and say oh my gosh i'm a publisher and i would love to have that book you know kind of a thing and hey here's a deal you know like you don't magic like that happens every single day and we can't predict we're all so busy trying to do what is what we think has you know what people tell us is the way instead of just being our own another way yeah right and so in many ways it just takes the pressure off like i say take the pressure off now it's challenging it's risky and it's scary as fuck because i hear you on the money thing you know what i mean i haven't yeah, had a stable apartment for like six months still have to survive you know what i mean yeah we're yeah, you have I to know, survive I, i've been i've been very fortunate i mean i know thomas can speak on this too how things like end up coming your way right when you need it to happen when you're when yeah. you're kind of trusting that you're right. when you're busy just being true to who you are absolutely and that's the authentic branding yeah things that you want happen because you're creating the circumstances for those things to happen. Or it's not that so much that you're creating it, <sighs> yeah. it's that you are allowing that you need, it. Though, you're allowing it. Happen only because, you know, I don't know, I don't know if it's karmic or anything else, but I think I believe in that. There's different ways that things come to you and I think this whole law of attraction thing as a philosophy I think has to do more with maybe Energy. micro decisions that you make. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, sure. little tiny decisions yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that real. are connected to whatever it is that drives you. If your passion is, I don't know, writing books and stuff, or if it's making music, then every decision you make is informed by that. So, And also how you're thinking, where your energy is going. So like, yeah. if you're constantly in this negative, oh, I'm not getting paid enough, oh, I'm not doing enough, oh, I'm, people are not taking me seriously mode, then you are getting, you're going to get that back. I think you know gratitude I mean? is important. Yes, yeah, word. Gratitude. gratitude is really important. You know, like if you're thanking people and it's not like excessive, if it's honest, if it's if, if it's, it's sincere, you got to really sincere feel it. Sincere gratitude. Yeah. Then I think that that part of I have a hard time with it honestly. of the exp- well because you haven't that, found it. That part of human experience, though, where where you really are grateful for the things that you have, yeah, it makes it makes those experiences more enriching. I think. It makes your life more enriching. And it makes you, of course, a more fulfilled person, you know, because you just get the most out of every moment because you appreciate being there. That's why I have the hashtag, just glad to be here. Nice. After getting sick a few years ago and realizing that your time is so limited, you have to make the most of all of your resources and you have to make the most of the people around you. In order to do that, you have to be grateful for them. And relax. First grateful and then everything else. 
you know, figure out what you're grateful for. Find those talents, find those skills in yourself. Figure out what you're what you're amazing at, and then just go be that. You know, Word. it's gonna always be what you want to be. There's well, always because you be already are. Yeah, you yeah already you're already are. embody whatever your whatever that thing is that's your your talent, your skill. You already embody it. It's just finding another way to Thank express you. it. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, hashtag <laughs> another way. I love it. Um, you know, and gratitude, it sounds cliche, but gratitude journals really help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and it can start with something st- like really Never simple. Like I'm super grateful for the air I breathe. I'm super grateful I was able to sleep an extra hour today. Yeah, I'm grateful that I had a good meal. Exactly. But when you struggle, when you're struggling with gratitude... You can start there and get the feeling and start to feel it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then like, when you read it over, you're like, oh yeah, exactly. True. And then also, like I saw, I read this study, this happiness study, because for like, there was a year there where I was determined to study and find happiness. Mm-hmm. And then, ironically, I ended up releasing the judgment and releasing happiness. But during that time, I found a study that said that um, the things that were actually making people happier after after three years, they studied a group of people, one of those things was gratitude. And the, the mm. ones who had written down their gratitude or had taken a moment to focus on what they were grateful for that day on a regular basis did find themselves happier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I, I find the challenge is, well, no, no, maybe it's not unique to artists, but the idea of being able to create an act when you're not satisfied. Mm. And when you're not satisfied, I think it's natural to not be grateful. Mm -hmm. And so you Mm -hmm. use that dissatisfaction as a motivator Mm -hmm. to create. So, so, So in that case, all the gratitude stuff goes out the window when you've spent your whole life creating like lots of work great work possibly out of dissatisfaction out of dissatisfaction that sounds like addiction to me like no Poss- joke possibly so. because because then you get attached to it yeah and, and I think that's, that's, why that's artists- probably probably been my struggle um that's that question of are you what you do kind of it's more you know. than that it's it's more than that it's it's like you know if you're if you're a star wars person it's like it's like the dark side which, which is mm-hmm. extremely seductive in terms mm-hmm. of like... Well, life is about balance. So you have to touch that anyways at times. Absolutely. But and so, use it. So, so like... And then there are times when I, I know... I feel incredibly gracious and compassionate. And I know that's the higher self. Mm-hmm. But you're addicted to the darker side. But the darker side, honestly, for most of my life, uh, either because of trust issues or... You know these petty things that happen early on in your life, early on in your life that you internalize as, as bigger uh, paradigms of, of how the mm, world works. I love that word. Um, that that's that's something that I've been thinking a lot about. So I, here's I, what I, I would challenge you on that yeah. thought, though: is and are those ju- working for you? Is it working for you? Are you where you want to be using the creative no, art? No, out I, of I'm not. I'm not. So, so I, I, I'm so working. Well I've, I've been way. working on reprogramming myself. Hashtag another way. <laughs> uh, and actually, it's funny. I, I, I was. I went through like a tough time early this year. I'm not, even, I'm not sure if you would call it a breakup, but either way, my, my heart was broken. I was really having a hard time, which is an opportunity. And, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, the, so the thing is, the thing is, someone actually, you know, I I reached out to someone on uh, Instagram, uh, a girl that I had met in passing. She was talking about a gratitude journal. 
Oh, okay. Creating a gratitude journal. And I, and I Man, tried that. I've so, never heard of this. Never heard really? of that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never so, heard so, of so, this is an 18-year-old musician hmm. who's relatively successful in her early career. And she, she um, attests to a gratitude journal. And, it, and I was trying it for about a week, Man. although I was struggling with this, this heartbreak. So, I gave up on it maybe after a week. But but it it was there was something to it. I just I just don't know if I have a discipline yet to keep one up when I'm already journaling anyway and kind of like digging for all this potential gold. Uh, well, you create. don't have to actually journal. I would say just take a moment before you go to bed at night. When you close your eyes, take one moment to think. And to focus your energy, talk about the law of attraction, yeah. on what you're grateful for. I, I do that. I just, I'm just I'm still not where I want to be. Well, but, I mean, the other yeah. thing is development never ends, right? Yeah. So that's, and that's the thing is that people are like, I've been doing it for so long and it's not working. And it's like, well, it, the journey never ends. It's about the journey, yeah, not the destination. You mentioned Star Wars. That's, that's a pretty good example, the hero's yeah. journey. The hero's journey. Yes. Joseph Campbell's the hero's journey. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph Campbell is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he's awesome. In my book, I equate the artist's journey to the hero's journey. And part of this confidence building that we're talking about is going into, I don't know how familiar you are with the hero's journey, but you have to go and the, hero's, the hero the ventures into the, the cave. right there. Okay, to to back to battle their shadow self, yeah, and that's the paradigm change is when they can kind of when they come out of the the cave. But here's the thing: is that the hero's journey is journey is non linear. So you're, it's not like once you get out of the cave, you it never go back in though. the cave. It's cumulative. It's cumulative though. That's a good well, point. it's a spy. I think it, to be visual, I think of it as a spiral as opposed to a circle. I think of it as a double helix. All right, fine. But the point is, is that hero DNA. You can go back into the cave, and there's like a new shadow self that you didn't even know existed, and you'd spent so much time and energy getting kind of combating the last shadow self. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I always encourage people to embrace the journey, love the journey, embrace the journey, but be grateful for the journey instead of trying to fight it. Do you know that I feel the challenges in that? I think those are all. That's all really great wisdom for me as much as I do my best to embrace the journey personally yeah um I get tired well word it doesn't so, look you so, mean exhausted you're yeah. tired because Physically? you're fighting what you're tired because you're fighting but it's more than fighting it's it's working I don't necessarily or working work. I, but, but working and fighting are different because um I think working can come from a a peaceful place uh it can come from a, a, a place. It can, but not from, if you're tired. If you're tired, then it's not coming from a peaceful place. Well, if, if I'm tired, but, you know, there's there's that fine line between, like, there are tons of success stories where people talk about you have to push a little harder. True, but and everybody that, has their balance, own way. Well, uh, okay, but that's too vague. Because the, the, then you might as well say anything works. Well, that's what Taoism so, is, right? It's I, all I, about, I know, but, 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 but like, that's correct, I, I'm, I try, I'm, try, I'm trying to, but I'm trying to, like, <laughs> clarify your message here. Yeah. Please. Because because you're not saying anything goes. Um, well, in you, some ways I am though. But but you're but you're implying that there is a certain balance. There's always a balance, but and, you get to define that balance. Okay, okay, that's fine. For yourself, but but if you're saying that, then there's no real prescription for success. But that's true. I believe that. Okay. There is. So only then, why would someone want to hire you? Why would somebody want to? Because I'm going to help with your branding. 
<laughs> that's the product that I'm selling. Okay. My message okay. is another way, and my book is about another way. But my product that I'm selling is branding. So I help people find their vision. I help them package their vision, and I help them sell their vision. So when they are when they're meeting potential investors, or even get you know like uh, gallery owners of your visual artist or venue owners of your musician, whatever. Just trying to you, get that bag. Yeah, you learn how to talk about yourself. That bag of money. Okay. You know, and you learn how to live your life aligned with your vision so that there are it's in some ways you could say creating opportunity but it's an opportunity mindset um which is that everything around you is an opportunity so instead of looking for the opportunity it's realizing the opportunity okay sure it is challenging i have a hard time talking Even about in what negative things there's opportunities i mean stuff that absolutely you don't, i mean there's i, I, I'm word, supposed, exactly. I was supposed to be at like heartbreak a uh uh, I was supposed to be an extra in a party scene today, and I would have ended up canceling this, but oh, really? they didn't call me back. Fuck those dudes. They texted me. <laughs> Central Casting texted me and said, if you can make this, say yes. I said yes, and they said, this doesn't confirm booking. Stand right. by, and we'll yeah, let, yeah, you know. let you know. And then they didn't that. let me know. So I'm Ugh. sitting here with you guys, and this is just as cool. Well, this is way better. This is just like, as cool. So what I'm all saying all is the, one yes. door open. That buck 50 might have come in handy. Another one. Yeah, but that 100. Well, it was like, yeah, that it was good. It was, yeah, it but was you got, good. But stay focused <laughs> on the positive. Johnny. Because of law of attraction-wise, you got to stay yeah, focused on the positive yeah, instead of judging. Yeah, yeah. You know. Of course. I, I guess I guess the thing is, the thing is, uh, Emily, I think you're you're offering a lot of great advice, a lot of great wisdom. Um Keep coming it's, at me. It's interesting to me. I love it. That so what you're saying is what you're offering is all the stuff after that work is put in. No, I'm going to help you put the well. First of all, I don't like to call it work because that's a judgment too. Uh, okay, uh, but it uh, is work. Process. Process. Yeah. Work. Okay. Okay. So after the I'm going to help you with the process though. I help okay. with the process. All right. So, sure. so but, okay, but my point is 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 uh, if the process is individual. Yes, and it's different for everybody. Yes, um, that's why. I have when do you know? Because 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 we kind of go off topic from the last thing I, I brought up. There are points when you do have to push yourself. Yes, and so so the last thing I brought up is when do you, when as a coach, yes, do you tell do you prescribe you need to rest. You need to stop. Well, I actually say day one. I always say. I think in general, what I mentioned earlier. And about what the does rest mean? Resting means um, to stop fighting your circumstances, your situations, your opportunities, and your job, like AKA jobs, what you already have to stop judging it because you're saying, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting this. I want this. I want this. Well, what do you have? Right. Let's look at what you have and how you can maximize what you already have as opposed to trying to get to where you're not. I like that. It's like building a foundation to start. Yeah. Whatever these next levels of things that you need are. Or but want. It, that that sounds great, guys. I I guess I don't mean to dominate the questions no, here. I, I, I guess my, I point, love this. my point is yeah. is is that's a great concept. Correct. It's a nice inviting concept. But if you're dealing with an artist, I'm trying I'm, I'm talking about specific actions. For example, for okay. me yeah, lately, yeah. I probably could use a day of just sleeping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of of or just like What's crawling in bed doing that? and watching because I feel like I, I there's a lot of stuff you want to do, do you want to be productive every I want to be productive every day be well but I would say stop fighting and give yourself a day off lean into so here's where I'd say the work is self care lean baby. into right. the fear right. 
the fear you have yeah. of giving yourself a day off. Because then I would also say, as I said earlier, has it been working for you? Are you where you want to be? And if the answer is no, then why not give yourself a day off? You know what I mean? Because you haven't tried that yet. Yeah. I, and then sometimes I feel like I have and it still doesn't help. Hmm. But if you're feel, but I also believe that if you, when you're relaxing into the moment, yeah. if you will, then you, your heart will kind of guide you or, um, Which it does. Like you get, you get the muse, the muse. Yeah. Tells you to do. And if you're really, and if your heart is kind of telling you, you need a day to rest, then take a day to rest. Because the other thing is, is especially with artists, you need in order to be able to continue creating. And and in a sustainable way, that's not going to kill you tomorrow. You know what I mean? You need to take time off. I mean, this is where part of the, I think, problem with the music industry is of the the artists that are on tour, they're push, 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 push. They're not getting any sleep. They're not eating right. And they have to go from show to show. And they're on an airplane the next day, you know, or whatever, or that night after the show. And they're not taking care of their physical bodies, and then yeah. they can't create. And then they can't get, you know, get the next album out. And then they get kicked out by the label. You know, because they don't have another album, and it's like, well, in some ways, that label is what created this monster. Yeah, you right, know? right, right. And so that's why I say we need this another way, which is, and the another way, well, <laughs> work, but the another way is to take the day off to say, you know what, I'm actually going to do fewer shows, and I'm going to find another way to reach my my viewers. If I can't if I can't physically do a show every single night in a different town, then maybe I can do something on YouTube or maybe I can do something on Twitter or maybe I can reach my followers in a way that's a little bit more healthier for me because you have got to come first. Or yeah. else it's not sustainable. John, is it more like fear of missing out or are there things that you have on on your plate that you're like I've got to clear these I've got to get these things finished? Two. Or is it Yeah. Both? Uh yeah, what's two, oh, the second choice? A, a second, yeah. yeah, it's the second one okay. more than the first one. Oh, okay. Which was, what was the second one? Well, just that I have a lot have of plate things that I, on your plate yeah, that you're that trying, I, to, I'm get trying to get off. So really, you just, sounds to me you have a list. Well, here's the, what else. You just have to start. But I mean, but, but two is sort of off. like, it's sort of related to one though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, but I would say, yeah, what if. one leads to the other. What right, if you yeah. let go of everything for a day and then at the end of that day, see what is still important to you? Yeah. Because maybe not all of those things are as important as your brain is telling you because your brain's working against your heart in a this lot of ways. This is where the process comes in. Yes. I think this is where you would take and, and like make a list of these things, prioritize them and then start maybe focusing on setting like little mini goals to finish these little projects or these little smart things. goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's art meets biz, Thomas. Yeah. It's all about the hashtag. It's I'm so a big funny. fan of the hashtag. It's so funny. We, we don't hear it as often on this show with the people that we interview. This oh, is a well. lot of hashtagging. Yeah. I know. But I do think that there's like a, there's definitely a process to finishing Things that you have, if you have goals, I mean, there's, there's a way of achieving this these music things. Video, I, I've never worked so hard on anything in my life. I know. And I'm really... I saw. It shouldn't be so hard, it's, though. Yeah, real. well, you know, tough titties. Yeah, but I also <laughs> feel like if it's so, if it's painful and it's so hard, then maybe you should walk away for a minute. And all of those, and I know you've got 10 million reasons why you shouldn't walk away. Well, because I, I put a lot of money on it. I hear you. But for every reason, it's the most money I've ever put into anything. But if you walk away for one day, yeah, yeah, I I get it. And I feel like I've walked away. Oh, so you've already taken the step of stepping back. Yeah, relatively. Well, have you? Well, in the sense that, in the sense that I I was sort of like letting someone else take care of it because I trusted them. 
But now I'm. I so that's not walking I away. I shouldn't say this. I uh, because it's still early in the process. But you know what? Oh I no! But think, we like controversy. I think you should I'm just, I'm just say having, it only because I'm just having it's, it's whatever it is. It's going to be part. No, of I'm just some having doubts. Journey. Right? I'm just having doubts right now. It's like it's a typical like artist uh, co- collaborating with someone. Yeah. Um, I think uh, because you know the thing is, it's like when you are someone who creates alone, and you and people come into your life, even on the periphery. That you might invest more in than otherwise because you're not exposed to more people because you're such a loner. Because um, which you're talking about that as if it's a bad thing. Well, it can be bad because because my challenge has always been trusting and building teams. Like I I don't I, I tend to be an elitist. Mm. I, I I think I'm often smarter and more talented than most people. Mm. Um, and and that's a problem. Uh. Sometimes because turn it into a strength. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it is a strength because you you can see a bigger picture. You can see the the game relatively, but you also kind of become very cynical. So that that's something I've always struggled struggled with. I'm getting better. I feel like I'm getting better, being more at least being more presentational and honest about, hey, this is where I am. Um, but I I I don't know. I just feel like I haven't come across the right people. To, that have clicked with me to build a team. I can't do this alone. So I went into this project knowing I couldn't do it alone and pretty much like this director, she'll probably never listen to this, but, um, and she's great. I liked her because of her eye for precision. Uh, I, I was, uh, I, I was in someone else's video that she did and I've, I've seen her work. And to me, it was better than the stuff I've created pretty much on my own. I thought, well, let me work with this person. And, whether they're in a point where they're getting a lot of work from a lot of different people, I feel like she's not putting the time into this project that I would put into it. Well, what if so, you let go and, and on this particular project? Because this isn't going to be the last project you ever do. I can't. Why? I can't. I spent way too much money, and I have a specific vision for this song and for everything I put into it. We're talking about eight months of set design and 80 props. All I've done, all but I did But tomorrow's another eight months. I, I, I get it. I get it, but I also have never spent so much money on anything in my life. So, so, and I, and I get that it's all relative, right? Tomorrow's another day. I, I, I know, but, but as far as my pain threshold, I do have, I have something to add. As part of my pain <laughs> threshold, this is a new level that I'm facing right now, a new level of investment. Okay, so and there's I, opportunity in that. Yeah, okay, fine. But this is like also point, what I was going to say. I, I'm not Go looking ahead, really for like, for, Lord, for, 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 I'm just Try like kind of like letting you, and, and Let I think you should know this as, a, as, a, is, is that, um, uh, when, and I know Thomas, you, you know, just from your story, you know, new levels of like challenge and pain and figuring out how to deal with it. Uh, there is that resistance in the, in the beginning when you come to that new place in your life. Sure. And, uh, and I think that's where I am right now. I'm just not really quite sure. Basically, I'm taking it control in my own hands and I'm making my own edit. Yeah. Just in case. This person doesn't do the way I want. I'm taking control, but There's I get tired because I also need to, I need to take care of my body so I can keep dancing. Which has got to come and first. Absolutely. I, I, I'm aware of this, but, but there are moments where you know you've got to push to get something done. So I'm in a place where, and I've always had this, this I push too hard, I get sick, then mm-hmm. I rest, then I get back. 
uh, and, and I feel like I'm, I'm pretty consistent. I feel like I, I've never veered off course for very long that I get back in the game. But I'm, I'm pretty freaking resilient. Most of my physically resilient, you know, knock on wood. That, that's Thomas's ladder. Yeah. Wooden ladder. Um, but like, um, I guess my point is I find the biggest struggle is to, and I sound like a broken record to you probably. There are times when I feel like pushing is important. And what I'm hearing from you is that you should never push. And, and I'm not, I'm not sure if I believe I'd that. say redefine the push. That's okay, what I Okay. Say. So speak on that. Um, because your push it's not all it's not all roses of like just letting go and shit that's fucking bullshit well here's well here's the right thing now, no i hear you that, that's I fucking you. bullshit but here's the thing it's yeah. not all just letting go, go. Like, like it's just gonna come but here's to you. the thing letting like, go is not easy yeah okay letting go yeah, is hard as things, fuck yeah. and it's terrifying because you're like where's the next paycheck gonna come from i don't know because i'm taking a day off and that is terrifying that's hard Okay. So I would say redefine what you're pushing for. Okay. Your body, when, your physical health what, has what, got what to come first. What other word would you use other than push? Um, endurance. It's like an endurance thing. It's like keep going. You know, I'm like, saying, I love that. So, so like keep push. going. Okay, keep going. Just keep going. Do and and trust and lo- like love yourself and trust that you're doing the best thing you're doing and then let go of all that judgment that's in your head of like oh I didn't do enough and I spent so much money on this and all those things that you're really attached to and that's the scary part is letting go of all of that because it's scary and it's difficult and it's frustrating because you did spend a lot of money you know and you're gonna and you're gonna and your head is constantly gonna go back to and time. What, what I wanted to point out is this this is a a, a process of learning all. Also, how to do this? Yeah. So I don't mm. think, like with my first album, I put a lot of time and effort into it. But it was also everything that I had been sitting on for my whole life up until that time. Sure. So I feel like subsequent projects have all been better because I've had more experience just yeah. from doing that. So I right. Think so you're not throwing it out the window. To, yeah, it's not that you're. It's n- it's never going to be a waste, right. whatever the outcome Word. is. It's never going to be a waste. Because it's part of the educational journey yes. for the next one. Yes. So, I mean, it's a spiral. If you it's look not a at like films, for for example, like sometimes people earlier in their careers that are like directors or filmmakers, their movies aren't great. Like the first movie that the uh, um, who's the guys that did Raising Arizona? You guys remember that movie? Mm, yeah, I do. With Brad but, Pitt. but I do. I do. <laughs> That's why I remember. <laughs> I do. Uh, I remember seeing Lucas's movie before Star Wars. George Lucas, eleven eighty two. Is that yeah? One? Some weird like letter and yeah. number thing. It's, oh, it sucks. Right. Yeah. Robert Duvall. Right. right. Freaking weird. Right. That's but what you, I'm talking about. You see yeah. how it led to yes. Star Wars. This is what exactly. I'm talking about. This might be that for you. Word. Yeah. Well I don't know. Put, your next. Thomas. Your next. I know. Yeah. I mean, your these next guys, step is let's not, not act like these are new ideas. <laughs> this, is, this is not a new. It's idea. It's a spiral though. It's the same thing over and over again. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel though. We're just pointing. Out, no, uh, there's yeah, a, yeah, I get it. There's a process I guess, here. I guess lean into the process. Right. Lean into hearing it over and over again. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're. It's a spiral. We're not, we're, You're going to hear it differently. Hey, it's a we, we have this new information. We're saying this is the information. Yeah, word. This is this yeah. is how it's done. This is like stop fighting the information. This yeah. is the journey. I mean, this is the artist journey. I hear you. You work on stuff. Maybe you're going to hear You're disappointed in it, and then you go, "Oh, I could have done this better," and then you go and do it better. You know, I mean, that's just part of being an artist. I read a really interesting article that said 
Um, millennials, the difference between millennials and Gen Xers is that millennials tend to fail fast. So they, so Gen Xers tend to, you know, their project is their baby. They put a lot of time and energy before they release it to the world because they don't want to release it to the world before it's ready and perfect. Damn, but mo- to that. So right? To that. Well, you're a Gen Xer. But millennials are like, fuck it. We're going to post, throw all the shit on the wall and social media, right? We're going to show everyone everything. And then we're going to put more time and energy into the what? people react to so i think part of that though goes back to what you're saying is that the earlier becomes meta well every project is not going to be perfect you know and 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 so instead of making it painful or instead of you know being a challenge you know having such a hard time with it let it be whatever it is and knowing that if if it's shit well, to, you know you're gonna do you can do something else tomorrow and it's just not right and part of it's trusting the process yeah. It's also you know, and okay failing to fast, share maybe that. it'll be a huge well, word. It's, it's okay actually to share. You should that, I share the journey because you're not to make these decisions. You're and, not the only one on that journey. Yeah, share the journey. Want to know, you know, that you're having a hard time with whatever it is. Be know. the change. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll yeah. see it. <laughs> they see it. People know, see that. Sorry. People see the process, and they go, "Oh, okay." I'm not and the only then, one. Thank and God, I'm not the only one. They also appreciate, you know, seeing what the process is, so that they know. That don't you see that spent enough. this amount of time on it. And like, if you've been working on something for a year, there should be a year's worth of you saying, hey, I'm working on this again today. And then 365 days later, when it comes out, people have seen your journey and they're like, yeah. it, it gives value to it. Sometimes, it really does. but then the argument could be like, you're showing everything. And by the time you come out, they're like, oh, I've seen this already. Well, how many people, <laughs> how many people yeah. follow your social media? Because yeah. if, if you think everyone has seen everything, then that, that just doesn't sound... Like very realistic. I don't know. That just sounds like an excuse to me. Well, no, I, but I'm just saying that's this philosophy that I've heard that you don't want to post over. Well, I've also heard it sounds to me like the same philosophy of oh, I don't want to publish my songs before they're ready or put them anywhere because I don't want anyone to steal it. Is there a chance that someone's going to steal it? Yes, but um, tomorrow's another day. Write a new song. You know what I mean? I just don't. I think you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting um, other people more than it hurts other people. You know, or more than having it stolen is going to hurt you because you're. I want all the shit. Meanwhile, you're in the dark during right all now. that. Well, that's I what I'm saying. I want people to want the shit. I'm well, doing so word. Bad that Maybe steal it means something. If I know? have ideas that good that people are like, I don't want to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> but I want it. Well, I, I also mean, think. Look at this. I mean, that's yeah. that's a pretty cool position to be in. Because eventually, people will want to buy it. Oh yeah. I also think it's a Sam Smith story where it's like even if it's you, you think it's totally original and new. Um, somebody else is going to be like, "It's been done before," you know, and then Especially you're going to get sued music, by it and lose all really the money. It's really hard to be like, "Oh, no one's made, no one's created this sound in yeah. music yet." It, I mean, that's just. I mean, the closest thing, some someone that surprises me is Billie Eilish because mm. who thought that this teenager making minimal music. Was going to be like the breakout star of the 21st yeah, century. Yeah, word to that. You know, she's like, well, yeah. and she's singing about yeah, things no and putting visuals in her videos that are not like parent friendly, and kids freak out and love her so much. And it's like, you know, who anyone, could have predicted that? Yeah, no one, no one predicted that. That's not something you can. You can't predict, predict so it. You don't really know what people want. Well, All you can word. do is really create what you're going to create. And then figure out who your tribe is in the process of creating it, and because, try not to lose yourself during the process. Yeah. Because then you're not going to be sharing your story, though, is how you find your tribe. I mean, that's so important. 
That's how you find the yeah, people that are into that. what you're into, you know. Well, and that's also part of authentic branding, by the way, is that I think that the more people are afraid to be authentic because they're afraid of the people it's going to turn away. But it's like, well, who cares about the people you're going to turn away? How about those people you're going to attract because they're your tribe? Yeah, you want the high value. If you want to get the most value out of your social media, and I've, I've seen this, this is what everybody always says, is just show the process. And that's mm-hmm. a big Seth like Godin. That. Seth Godin's a big, he's a big sort mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, guru that I follow. And he's always talking about just share your process, you know, because once people see your process, then they kind of know what they're going to, what, you know, when you get to the final product, they'll know how much time you put into it. That's what gives it value. I used to be the value came from the product itself, but because everyone's always sharing their process, you know, those people are the people that even if they're even like, I see YouTubers that have like these YouTube accounts where they sing cover songs and some of them are not very good, but they record themselves doing it and post it on YouTube and people yeah, go, they oh, get hits because, because it's their favorite song. Famous person. Yeah. It's other people look up the song or whatever, but, yeah. but it's just, they're that's sharing. Yeah. They're sharing the, they're sharing the process. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's important. You know, that's one of the things you can do. The yeah. other thing you can do is just to be like engaging, you know, just have to be more engaging. It's hard to be engaging, though. It's like you have to think of ways to... Well, you just have to be to... sincere. That yeah. is engaging. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. Um, you know, and if you feel tired and, like, worn down, I think, too, de- like, death, ego death, if you will, is part of the process. Like, let yourself die. Um, I always think that's a really good thing, the whole thing, of, of leaning into the fear. Because on the other side of death is a, is a birth. And in theory, the birth is going to be, it's a spiral. So it's going to be maybe the same thing, but it'll be from a different point of view, you know? Yeah. What you should get so from this is probably happen. to like start posting your little journey about your, your video. Or take a day off. That's what I say you should take away from this. Just take a day off. Just pick one. That's what I say. Or take a day off too. Just I, take a day off. I don't know if it's the journey. I don't know about the video. I, mean, I don't know if it's about the book. I don't know if it's about the play. I don't want it to be, I don't want this to be I think be I like, should really just do the fucking play. I think the play is probably the simplest thing to put together. I think you should let go of everything. Let it all die. I can't not with this video. And then, and then after your day off, see what one is, is peak, is is still nagging at you, then you'll know which one is the most important. Yeah. It changes too much. Right. Because you haven't taken that day off. You haven't let it all go. You have to let it all die. It is a paradigm. Yeah, it's going to take more than a day. Well, okay. Take a week off. Yeah, it might take more than a week. I, it's, it's, well, it's, did I ever it's tell something you? where like, I feel like it's like, I just need to get it all done and mm. I'm doing the best I can. Well, and that's all you can do. So then and, there you go. You're doing everything right. That's, that's well. There you go. I have, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing everything right. You're you are doing everything right now. Believe it and live it. <laughs> yeah, I'm living. It. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so John. optimistic. One day at a time, man. One day at a time. Hmm. Um, <laughs> John, <laughs> I know. I don't know if this is, but in some ways, I actually think this is positive. It feels like we're like beating you down. No, you're not, like you're not a, beating I don't down. feel like we're beating you down. Okay, that's good. I feel like you. You're right now. You're in a place where you're in a some kind. You, you mentioned this already. You're experiencing some kind of transition right now in I've your life word a long time, yeah. and yeah but i mean plateaus it can be a one percent gr- growth or it could be a thousand percent growth you know it's cumulative so there could be a huge thing a boon something positive looming and yeah. you just have to 
continue moving forward. Yeah. Keep going. Hashtag yeah. keep going. Hashtag. <laughs> I've hashtagged Winston Churchill. <laughs> That's hilarious. Everything can be hashtagged. <laughs> You're the hashtag queen. Yeah. We're going to put that, that in the show notes. What, which one? Hashtagging keep- everything. It's like it's an old Saturday Night Live skit. Just, just kind of well, like, it's just a way of. Well, it's my way. It's just a way of um, <laughs> okay, finding. Yeah. It's really just a way of finding stuff. Searching. I know. Things. Well, well, duh. Well, you, to be honest, you know why? <laughs> you, actually, you could not hashtag and you just know put why, words, but then you know why I hashtag it. Act, why I hashtag actually is because it gives it my connotation. It's because of connotation. Because if I just say, and, and it also gives. Um, What's the big uh, idea? It's connection. Like, so, like every time I say it, you're going to connect it back to the to the last time in theory, the last time I said it. So then you're like, oh, I'm starting to figure out what she means by it because it I've always a series, right? Yeah, it creates sort it's a of big a, idea. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly. It's a vision. Exactly. It's part. Yes. Yeah. Vision Bingo. and mission. They're pretty important. They're pretty important things. Yeah. Or you could run away to Peru into an ayahuasca retreat like I did, and that'll really kill you. I know someone with mushrooms. I know someone. Microdosing. And, I'm a big fan I of microdosing. I do ayahuasca sometime. In the I did year. ayahuasca, you know. You did. I did. It changed my life. I definitely had did a you, death. Did you leave the United States? I did. I went to the mountains of Peru to disappear. Wow. And they said right before the, the thing, let yourself, you're going to feel like you are dying and it's going to be terrifying. Awesome. Let yourself die. And I even had that thought in my I head because so I was fighting thinking it. about that. I was fighting it. And then I was like, wait, they said to let yourself, they, and they said, trust us, we're here for you. This is you like know, the literal you're not going to actually die. You're not going to actually die. Vision quest so I was like, okay. So I knew I wasn't going to actually die because they were standing there. So I so I let myself die. Yeah, that's part of the process. You know, at one point, I love this. All of my, at one point, all of my visions were black and dark, and I, and I was feeling sick and disgusting. And I said to the shaman, Parts of your I was brain like, turn off. yeah, I said to the shaman, I said, you it's know what, I just want to go to bed. It's just you and your reptile brain. Your brain just like breathe. Because I'm done. Heart beating, Wait, breathing. and then he said, and then he said, anyways, long story short, I basically threw up a little bit more and I literally purged out all the black. Wow. And all I felt was love. Oh my gosh. It is a metaphoric purging. I love it. It was good, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was really I, good. I, I want a mushroom it, again. I'm a different only, life. I want a mushroom again only because of like, that experience person. really changed my life. Yeah. Shroom, I did it in my 20s. Ones? I did it in my 20s and... It really changed my life. It really changed my outlook on the world. You got to make sure it's good stuff, though, too. And on that, that's part of the reason why I wanted to leave the country mm-hmm. because I wanted to do it in its natural environment because it yeah. is nature's medicine. Huh. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it someplace in nature. That's yeah, that's why I like shrooming in, in the middle of the desert, well, in the middle word. of Idaho, yes. and seeing the connections to the plants and, and well, nature earth heals and, and to us and we up are at the stars nature. and being like, oh, they're also connected to us. You know, it's, it was really deep. Mm-hmm. It was really deep. I looked up at one point. And I was like, the sky is crying because all the all the stars kind of drooped down, oh, beautiful, and they were moving in like like synchronized in a synchronized way. And I looked at the plants, and I could see that they were all different, and they were all like different species, but they were like little they were they were grouped together in ways that it looked like oh, they actually hang out together. Plants actually, you know, because of how seeds work, they grow together mm-hmm, in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But they're you don't think of them as being social. They're social creatures, yeah, but they're also social. And I could see when I looked across. I was looking across the, uh, a river, like a like a the Boise River. I was looking across, and I could see like oh, certain plants grow at certain certain levels mm. uh, um, across the other bank, which I would never have noticed before because there was these different colors that were sticking out to me. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of like how society is like. There's mm-hmm. lower, there's lower plants, and there's higher plants. Some need more water, some need less. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like all these different nutrients mm-hmm. that are in the soil. That's where you go to get your nutrients, and, and those are the people you hang out with. 
Beautiful. You know, your nutrients is what feeds your soul. Your nutrients your is tribe. Yeah. your tribe, your, your, your social strata. You know, those people you hang out with inform, like, how you create, who you create with, where you create. You know, so if, if, you, if you want to be successful, if you want to succeed in a lot of ways, it's important to, like, be around people that want those things, too. Well, word. You know, there's a social aspect to this that yeah, you have gotten into. Yeah, I've never so, been that good. Oh, word. We've been talking 100%. about your personal journey but i mean there's also the journey of your your your, your surrounding environment you know mm-hmm. like what what kind of people are are you around like that's also hard 80 percent of the time i'd say yeah because you kind of cleaning house sometimes is needed it's good to weed the garden that's what yeah. i'm trying to say i do believe there's for every important life lesson there is to be learned there is a metaphor in nature which is why i love and we learned it all when we were like Four or five, probably. Well, I think it's. I think and it's. Then we present spend the rest of our lives everywhere from like. Uh, I, I, exactly what I'm writing about. I'm rewriting this chapter about that very topic. Yeah, you have to kind of unlearn all these social. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Emelina, this has been fun. What uh, can you tell us? Where we can find some of the information on the stuff that you're doing, on stuff things you're working on, your website, your social media stuff like that. Yeah, well, my um, I'm most active on my Instagram, so that's at TSGO Prods. But all my social media is at TSGO Prods, as in production. So, P R O D S. Okay. TSGO Prods. Learn about that. Yeah, and my website is www.showgoesonproductions.com, um, which will it shows all my events that I'm doing, and also my you can learn more about my coaching work under development, um, and. And the events, and I've got a lot of events coming up. Actually, your coaching work is not under development. You're talking about a tab or a link. Yeah, it's a tab. Development. Correct. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yes, yes. Thank you for that clarification. (laughs) Word. Yeah, it's under the development tab. (laughs) Although, not for nothing, I am also because people love to point that out as well. I am also always under development because develop hashtag development never ends. What? So we are all. in development. I love these hashtags. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. I also have a podcast coming up, uh, which I will be interviewing artists who are doing things another way. It's going to be my another way podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then we together with artists without labels, do artists without labels, because show the show goes, goes on. That's an Eminem song. What's it called? Revival. Revival Sunday. Sunday night revival. Sunday night revival. The evolution of NYC arts. Yeah. Mm. So I want to try to bring back like a little bit of the missing development of artists that's missing in in New York City right now. Yeah, we want to showcase local talent and indie talent. Um, across discipline, but we're going to have a house band, so it'll be primarily music. Yeah. Um, we'll have a submission form online, so it'll be a little curated, but we'll also have, we'll always have at least one to two signups available a night for walk-ups mm-hmm. so that it does not become clicky, if you will. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And we want, and the whole point is to be launching local talent, or maybe yeah. not even launching, showcasing. Yeah. So, um... Showcasing without the showcase. Right. Just sort of like... There'll be a host, yeah. so it's just going to be a really... Fun a way for people to try their, their music out, get mm-hmm. started, work on stuff. Or their act, yeah. yeah their act, people who are doing is. things another way. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. yeah. I didn't please, say hashtag this time, say though. It again, please. One more time, though. That's, and that's branding. But yeah. Be sure to check out our upcoming revival, 
the future of NYC arts, hashtag art evolution. This is our first one. It's our proof of concept, and it's a super exciting time to come check us out while we're in development. The Dow of artist development, as I like to call it. I mean, this is exactly what my book is about. We are going through that process, and we're so excited about the first lineup we have. I think it's going to be a really incredible show, and it's all about the journey, not the destination anyways. So you're going to want to be there for the first one, February 9th at Club Bonafide. I am Thomas Hutchings. This is Foxes and Hedgehogs. John Aaron's Foxes and Hedgehogs. Thank you for listening. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and all the other places where you listen to your podcasts. We're looking forward to hearing your feedback. Please hit us on Facebook, Foxes and Hedgehogs Podcast. Talking it out. Foxes and Hedgehogs. (laughs) What's it about?